Welcome to Help Stop the Genocide in American Ghettos podcast. This is the weekend edition. Um, we're still using the same topic that we had on Thursday, which was educating the global black family about the financial elite's attempt to whitewash our history. And this evening, our guest um, speaker is evangelist Stephanie O'Neill. So, okay, can you tell me some of your thoughts about, you know, um, you know, what I posted on Thursday? Yes, I think it's very unfortunate that they're trying to block out our history. I mean, I think it's an insult to us as a people because we have suffered at the hands of our white people for many, many years. Um, it's a shame that they want to write out you know, from our generation, well, not our generation, from the new generation coming up, you know, a lot of them have not been taught the black history that we have coming up in school. A lot of them don't even know who uh, Dr. Max is. They barely know who Dr. Martin Luther King is. And it's like they're trying to wipe out all of the history. Not, like I said, I think it's a very unfortunate thing because it's, it's our history. It's something... It's our truth. It's our testimony. It's where we came from. It's what we've been through. It's like Jesus, um, and well, not Jesus, but God, when he told Moses to always remind the children of Israel how he brought them out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. He, God wanted record to be made of his mighty acts and the things that he did. That's why the book of Acts is in the Bible. He's telling us the different acts of the disciples, how God worked through the disciples by the power of the Holy Spirit to bring forth healing and deliverance and to set the captives free. And the same thing that they did in the biblical days back in those times, God is wanting to do right now. He's wanting to revive the nation. He's wanting to rebuild the broken places. He wanted to, he wanted, he wanted to bring the things that are upside down, right side up. And the powers that be, which we understand in the spiritual sense, is the kingdom of light and the kingdom of darkness. We know that God is the only true and living God, which is Yahweh Elohim. And Jesus is Yeshua HaMashiach, which means the Messiah. God is God, there's none above him. And he uses us humans as his hands and his feet. And to go in, like, the, the situation with China, you know, going over there in Africa and having the Africans to borrow all these bogus amounts of money that they can't be able to pay back. And then they're trying to ultimately steal Africa and the land and to steal their resources. Because there are a lot of natural resources in Africa that are needed here. And in other countries, a lot of countries depend upon Africa and their resources. And so God is, we have to open our eyes. The Lord says, a little, a little sleep, a little slug, a little slug, a little folded of the hand, so shall your poverty be. So as people are allowing to sleep spiritually and not opening their eyes to the manifestation of what God is trying to reveal about what's going on in the nations, a lot of people are going to go through poverty, not because they have to, but because they chose to. Because he's revealing things, just like before the uh, pandemic happened, 
last year, the Lord put in my spirit, genocide. And this will be right before I met um, Mr. Emmanuel Barbie. The Lord put in my spirit, genocide. And I was like, Lord, I had no idea what genocide meant. And so I looked it up in the dictionary. Genocide is the mass killing of a certain ethnic group for whatever reason. And then the Lord said monstrosity. And a monstrosity, monstrosity is a very terrible and a very bad thing. And so the Lord was dealing to me, you know, about praying about these genocides. And uh, that's one thing that um, Mr. Barbie is into. He was wanting to live from Chicago, and uh, he's been there amongst the crimes in Chicago, and he got to sit into sin restoration. First of all, so in this whole thing. You know, where God also said God let the child has his own. So he's been trying to get up the revenue and all that to start this great um, grassroots uh, community activist movement and um, grassroots community activist entity so that it can make better the, 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 the lives of the black people because they're going through, they're going through poverty, they're going through a lot of struggle. And so he was trying, he was trying to get the people to wake up, as God is saying, a little see a little something on the fold of the hands that she'll probably be. God has sent one to help to change the situation that's going on in the land. But yet people are not hearkening into the voice. And God is giving you help. He's helping people with to get grants. He's helping people to if they're trying to start businesses. He's, he's got so many different resources he's trying to help. But he's like John the Baptist. He's the voice crying out in the wilderness. And he's saying, you know, you you, you know, it's so much going on. You know, in Chicago, he wants to start out in Chicago. Then he wants to move on, you know, to Brazil and to Africa and all these, you know, different places that God's places are to do this great vision because of what's going on now. The enemy has sent in his coverts to steal from the people of God. And God wants to restore. And so his heart is crying out that you will help. And we we'll all will help together, join together to help. Because it's a sad shame that there's been violence done against black people for so many years. And yet they want to. Just like the thing that happened with George Floyd, had it not been for that person recording it with their cell phone, I guarantee you, it might not even have been recorded. It might not even been stated. But someone took the courage to stand there and record this horrendous act from beginning to the end to bring justice. God said, you got to cry. He gave you a voice. He said, cry out. Speak out. He said, you have not because you ask not. You want freedom. You want all of these things. But he said, as you shall receive, seeking you shall hide and not and it shall be open. But people have to wake up and get their hands out of the sand and stop trying to act like they don't know what's going on and get in tune with what's going on. Because the powers of that be they're not playing around. And to erase black history, as I said, is an insult. There's many black men and women that have died, been lynched, 
hung on trees, have been slaves. Um, slave masters have raped our um, foremothers, and our forefathers had to watch their wives be raped and, and raised up these children. And this is not an organization of hate. We love everybody, but it's just to meet the needs of blacks because right now, blacks are in need. It's not many people crying out for the needs of blacks. And it's sad how they um, already, they're trying to cover the um, Asian people, telling people, you know, stop, you know, bring up this hate crime against the Asian. But what about the black people that have been through Okay, uh, evangelist. Let me um, jump in for a moment, please. Because you you just hit you just hit a nerve, and you made a good point, and that's what I talked about, you know, on my show on Thursday. Um, right now, uh, and, and and I don't know if you know this. Right now, uh, Asian Americans are um, they're they're protected status, just like the American Eagle. Did you know that? Wow. Did you know that? No. And that's what I, you know, that's what I listed under my, um, on my transcript, um, on my um, Medium page, if people, if they want to know more about that. But basically, um, Joe Biden, you know, and the Democrats, while, you know, we were, uh, I was warning our people not to really celebrate too much about the George Floyd um, case because it's going to be a hidden hand. So anyway, while we were uh, distracted about that, um, they pushed a bill called the um, COVID-19 hate crime bill. And so it, it passed by both House, Democrats and Republicans. And usually they don't agree on uh, anything. But they both, uh, they got in cahoots and they was in agreement with that. And now, now that's law. Wow. Yeah, so now they were even making it that even if you verbally say something, you know, like an insult or a slur to an Asian, that's considered a hate crime. Wow. Yeah. So what, like I was sharing with you um, the other day, and I shared with other people, and, and also I posted on my Facebook page, it was a little six-year-old black boy that got shot in his arm by a um, an Asian man, and so thank God at least they have it is recorded, and his bond was only ten thousand dollars for yeah, attempted yeah for attempted murder. So a lot of um a lot of the uh, black grassroots organizations you know they organized and they was calling you know the prosecutors and you know the police um. And so what happened, they had to re they had to upgrade that man's charges, so. So you mean to tell me they gave a bond of $10,000, and according to my knowledge, I believe it was 15 or every 100 to get out. So it would have been, what, $1,500 for him to get out on a $10,000 bond, if I'm not mistaken. So I think it's 15 or every 100 So that's crazy. That is crazy, you but uh, hold on, though. I just want you to know, too. People can look at that on my Facebook page, so that way they'll know what we're talking about. Wow! Yeah, a little child in there. Yeah, six year old, and he wasn't even prosecuted. Well, 
Well, well, what happened was he was just in jail. But um, what I'm saying is that he got out, uh, and the bail, the the bond was so low, and yet a lot of black people, you know, they they have to sit in jail because they don't have the money to bond out, and they didn't kill they didn't kill anyone. So I'm just saying all these double standards, and that's what. And that's what I thank the Lord that we are in the information age and, you know, we have all this technology. So I want to connect with other black people that's, you know, sick and tired of, you know, um, the double standards and the people that's um, um, pro-America. That's fine. If they want to stay here and keep fighting and being treated like second and third class citizens, that's on them. But I just want to be able to get this Christian business started, you know, here in Chicago um first i gotta get that film so that way i can be in a position to uh turn you know the vision into a reality that's why i keep trying to you know encourage my group members to be on uh, on code to um help um help help us raise the funds and share the videos that's the one of the most important things because on facebook i have um i'm just gonna say like around 14,000 people that's on my friends list, but yet I only have 200 people that subscribe to my uh, YouTube channel. And, you know, that's not cool. Mm. Is there such a... mm. But anyway, um, woman of God, all I'm saying is that it's going to be, it's going to get worse for black people here in America. Um, I, I watched a, a news clip about President um, Biden, you know, he went down to the um, Oklahoma, uh, Tulsa, talking about the massacre, the race massacre, and the um, Congressional Black Caucus. They didn't say anything about compensation for those people because it was a it's, it's um a few uh, survivors. All they was doing is sitting up there dancing, chucking and jiving. That's what I'm saying. You know, we, we we can't have those type of people to be our leaders. We have to um, elect people that's going to fight for the community and for black people. I'm just saying, if you um, you know, uh, do your research and uh, you'll see you'll see him there just talking. You know, like he's running for public office and he's keep talking about stuff for everybody. But he's he didn't say that when they was passing that bill for specifically the uh, Asian community. So when it comes down to black people, they always want to put us in to, um, for everybody. We want stuff specifically for us. We also want to be able to have our own uh, hate crime bill, too. Wow. Yeah, I said, you know, it should be a bill passed for black people, you know, especially what, what happened, you know, with the George Floyd, and it's been going on really for years and years and years. Eight years, you know, the assassination of um, Dr. Dr. King, Dr. King, and um, Malcolm X, you know, yeah, Malcolm X, Maker Evers. Yes, yeah, so many, you know, black activists that have been killed for the sake of the call yeah. to bring change, and God uses people to bring changes to the nation, to this, this generation. It takes more boys to get it started. And then many wants to come in to help that woman to get the word out and for people to do work also. The Bible said the faith without works is dead. You can have a lot of faith to take work to go on with the faith. Yeah. 
The only thing was what was different about this our our um organization um Grakayo Chicago that makes us different than other black organizations is that we want to raise the bar and the standards in black America. Again, I don't associate with con artists, hardened criminals, urban terrorists, pedophiles, and rapists. So I want to make sure I have this technology where we could um, screen people's thumbprint and also people uh, sign a, um, a community pledge. So that way we could screen law-abiding citizens versus those that want to be the Pookie and Ray Rays. We can't have those people up in this organization because they're they're going to just bring it down just like other black organizations. We're serious about trying to work with people that want more out of life. And we want to make this a model for other cities across the United States. So if it, you know, if it, um, I would say, um, expand like wildfires in other states such as in your state as well North Carolina then fine that's fine with me but you know I just want to get it started here where I'm at first um, and far as I'm concerned in terms of you know like the black on black crime and stuff that's going on in every inner city so you can't run away from that so that's why I want to start with you know trying to do something for my uh, city here where I'm at and and, and one minute, God, I just want to say, too, with um, Grakayo Chicago, once we get it up and running here, we're going to launch African tours. And all my um, African friends that's on my friends list that has uh, businesses or um, Christian leaders, I want, I want us to meet those people in person. So that way we can interact with them rather than having them behind a computer. So that's what's going to make this organization um, effective that way, too. So that way we can trade. We could set up uh, satellite communities in these uh, different uh, inner cities. I'm going to at least focus on only on five, even though I prefer, if it was up to me, it would be all the inner cities in America. But, um, you know, I've been pushing this for 29 years. I don't have another 29 years to waste. I just want to be able to find, you know, qualified black middle class professionals, turn the uh, organization over to them so that they can help um manage it and run it and I want to take my talents and skills to the continent and help our brothers and sisters on the continent to organize, teach them how to um, create their own jobs, nonprofits, provide employment with them and for us to generate capital and buy property because what's going on over there on the uh, continent is yes, the um, Chinese are becoming the new um, um, the new colonizers, and we don't want that. That's our um, ancestral homeland. I don't understand why people want to, black people want to stay here and be treated like a second-class citizen. And you know, America still, you know, don't they don't care? Uh, we've been marching for 53 years for um, freedom, justice, and equality. So I'm like, you know, if they want to stay here and do that stuff. That's on them. But this is what the Lord has called me to do, and for us to reclaim our ancestral homeland, I want the I want to recruit the best of the diaspora, so that way we could take our talents and skills to the continent and help build up, you know, the African slums. You know, once we're over there, this business is based on two. Um, I'm I'm gonna say two um, main um, um, sectors: a nonprofit sector and a for-profit uh, sector. 
So that that way, you know, we don't have to be at the mercy, you know, of begging the financial elites for stuff. We'll just, you know, learn how to um, practice um, group economics. That's why I want people to purchase my book. Read it, too. Don't just uh, buy the book. Read my story. So that way I don't have to waste time trying to explain it. And, woman of God, I just want to go a step further, too. Non-black sympathizers are welcome to join us. So I'm not just saying, you know, this is just for black people. Other racial groups, they're welcome to join us. But we as black people, we have to create it and we have to own it. Because I don't want our people to constantly complain about that we don't own anything. This is your opportunity to own something. We have to build this. So that way we can pass it down to our, our you know, children's children. And I'm willing to share, yeah, I'm willing to share, you know, um, the limelight with different people, but I want to make sure that um, those people are going to be on, on the up and up with us. That's all. I don't want con artists and someone that's going to, you know, um, sell outs and, and people that want to undermine us. We don't want that kind of stuff in this organization. So that's how come I want to run this business the way I run my home and that's drama free. And it's based on my experience, all this unnecessary, um, I'm, I'm going to say, um, rejection that I've been receiving. Um, it, to far as I'm concerned, from a spiritual point, it was just like when Moses was trying to talk to um, Pharaoh. God allowed Pharaoh to harden his heart. So that way he can get all the credit and glory for uh, getting his his chosen people out of um, Egypt. So that's what I believe. That's what the Lord is doing with uh, black America. He's allowing them to harden their hearts against, you know, the vision that uh, he has given. Me. But that's how come I'm reaching out to the global black family, because we are only 12% uh, of the population and we can't get along within that 12%. So we have to learn as black people how to get along with each other. <laughs> get our house in order and stuff like that, and then we can invite guests. But yes, we are going to compete with those non-black um, foreigners on, in Africa. And we want to teach our people how to compete. And we want to get property there so that way they don't um, take all the um, prime real estate. That's what's going on uh, in Africa right now, too. Sierra, Sierra Leone um, allowed China to buy... Um, part of a lot of land in terms of um, uh, the beach. That's not right. But, you know, that's just, you know, people, the what the financial elites put in place, um, people that don't have our interests. So we don't want those people to represent us that don't have our best interests. So, woman of God, do you have anything you want to say on that? If not, I can. we can just call it a night. I was hoping I can get some callers to call in, but I don't see anyone. So, But I'm real about what I'm trying to do. And, um, you know, I know that eventually the Lord is going to open up these doors for me to carry out the vision. Yes. So is there anything else you want to say before I call it a night with this, um, you know, podcast?
All right, well, we're gonna, we're gonna conclude the show for this evening. Thank you all for listening. Um, again, I appreciate if people would um, actually call in to interact with us. You know, I mean, I don't want to sit up here and just do all the talking. And eventually, um, I want to be able to, you know, turn all the ideas into a reality, starting here in, in the city of Chicago. And that's my credibility, what I'm trying to do now, what I'm doing by creating this show. I'm not just sitting up here um, twiddling my thumbs. I want to um, connect with um, other like-minded, smart and brave uh, black people that don't have a failure mentality but have a winning attitude that we can do this. That's why we're going through so much um, trauma right now because we're not unified and connecting with the right people. The Pookie and Ray Rays, you know, that's not um, my my concern. All I can do is just pray for them that God would touch them to turn their life around. But I want to connect with those that want more out of life. And so I'm going to do the best that I can to, you know, try to raise the capital, you know, to get this film fully funded and made. And then from that point on, do everything that I've written. Use this business as a way to launch our African tours. We want to visit 10 African nations. We want to set up our African business there. We want to apply for, I want to encourage my members to apply for dual citizenship. And so that they don't have to sit up here and be going through all this unnecessary um, drama and going through casualties. Life is too short to be going through unnecessary drama. With that being said, I'm going to close the uh, show for this evening. That's going to conclude our show. Good night.